This is the Growth Fanatics Podcast, a show dedicated to sharing tried and tested tactics and strategies for growing your business. Delivered by your hosts, Darren Graham and Adil Jan, in association with 408 Media. Hi, and welcome to the Growth Fanatics Show. I'm your host, Darren Graham, and in this episode, we're talking to Amanda Bate from Redwood Copy. We're going to be figuring out how your business can utilize a written word to tell your story build your brand and make sales. So Amanda, welcome to the show. Hey, nice to, nice to be talking to you this morning, Darren. Yeah, it's good. So we had a, pretty, a little catch up beforehand and you said you kind of survived lockdown so far. Surviving, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> Taking each day as it comes, yeah. I think everyone had a bit of a stumble, quite a huge stumble right at the beginning, but it's what it is, I guess. But um, I do feel like there's a bit of a corner that a lot of people are taking. Some things are picking up. Sure, it's going to adapt now. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people are doing. It's just learning to adapt more than anything. But I mean, if you can, for people that don't know, if you can tell them a bit about yourself, your company and, and what you do, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. So I'm Amanda from Redwood Copy. My background is very corporate. I worked for a large global you can't get bigger than that, really. Financial services company of 18 years. I was in their marketing department, so I just worked my way up. So when I left, my role was to manage all the operational communications. It was a great job, but there was something bubbling in me, this sort of wanting to unleash this creativity in my writing. So I started to blog. Now, the only real subject I know about is what it's like to live with Crohn's and what it's like to live with Crohn's in a corporate world and being a mum. There's quite a, quite a lot of content I could put out there. It was very cathartic as well. So I still started to write blogs and then they got, they got noticed by a foundation over in America and they asked me to blog for them. And it was a bit of a spark. It was a real trigger because my words suddenly became this thing that was building communities communities were coming together and people were really appreciative of the information I put out there it was really informative and resonated and that was a real trigger for me so with this sort of passion if you like for just getting the written word out there in a less regulated way I studied with the College of Media and Publishing so I did a diploma in copywriting first and then I did a diploma in social media marketing Cool. Once I'd got my distinctions in them, that was a real, real turning point. I just thought, yeah, this is, this is it. This is where I meant to be. So I launched Redwood Copy four and a half years ago now. Cool. And the reason why I picked Redwood, nothing to do with my name or anything. It's just because there's growth and strength, and there's, lo- there's loads of sort of things you can talk about with a Redwood. But the, yeah. the more that they grow together the stronger they are so and that was kind of what the concept of redwood coffee really was to help others grow and last month i graduated again and i'm now a certified proofreader and editor okay so i can really offer the whole range of copy services to my clients so again that was uh, i could only really finish that so quickly because of the lockdown as well because i did go quite quiet with my business so put my head down and got studying so yeah Brilliant. I've got another, another branch of Redwood copy out there I see what you did there branch <laughs> this is why I'm doing my business after a tree I'm sorted for... <laughs> it's really good 
So you offer copy in terms of, for businesses, in terms of like their website, blogs, yes. social media yes. now, and, and the whole proofreading side of things. Yeah, 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 everything. So from, from a business point of view, what do you think the main misconceptions are for businesses and copy? Yeah, I think, I think one of the biggest ones is a lot of business owners think they can do it themselves. And there are a lot that can. I don't, I don't, I'm not putting a blanket over everyone at all. But from experience, there are some business owners who are so close to what they do that they want, they have an idea of what they want to tell their customers. Yeah. It's not necessarily the bits that anyone cares about, sadly. Um, It's getting into, you have to tell the customer what the customer wants to hear. And they can be two very, very different things. And quite a lot of times, business owners can't distinguish that. Yeah. And again, with everything else that a business owner has to do, sometimes when they do their own copy, it can seem a bit like an afterthought, whereas a skilled copywriter can make it, make it really well-crafted, yeah. flows well, yeah. really engaging, and encourages the reader to keep reading. So, so there's that. And also, I think there's another misconception that you can just call a copywriter and say, can you write me a brochure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah doesn't work like that it's very much a collaboration because a skilled copywriter will have the tools and techniques and know how to really dig deep to get the most out of that relationship so there's the researching the customers we need to learn everything about your brand the product service recognizing what the unique attributes are the selling points how it adds value yeah. Identify the benefits. So there's a lot of finding out about the customer's pain points or problems, recognizing well, what what is it that you've got that is solving that because they are your key messages. Yeah. And I think you've always got to be mindful that a customer that's reading any copy is thinking, okay, so what what's in it for me? That's quite yeah. a key to what's in it for me. So a copywriter will put on that customer's hat and think, okay what's in it for me so if I give you an example because just to make that really clear so imagine the business owner spent five years designing this amazing frying pan it's just a simple simple product so they spent ages working about the composition the materials that go into it the way they struck the handle to the pan probably because they're so embroiled in it they're desperate to tell people this is what it's about when actually if you think of the what's in it for me and what a skilled copywriter will do is drill down on that and say, okay, does that mean it's lightweight? Does that mean it's non-stick? It's that is easy to clean. But then you can take it down to that further real emotional level as well. So that it's, say it saves you money. You've got more time spent with your family because you're not scrubbing it. Yeah. So there's loads yeah. of sort of the emotional side of it as well can, can be brought out with a, with a professional copywriter that, I think a business owner can sometimes just just lose a bit yeah without being unfair to them because what they do is great and and it's okay not to be able to do everything in your business yeah I mean I know exactly where you're coming from because we get that a lot with when we're creating ads it's oh can you just put some ads up for us and it's like well there's why (laughs) there's a lot more to it than that like what's the point of it are we just doing engagement or driving sign-ups for emails is it who are we targeting is it females is it males what part of this product is beneficial to them so like you say there's a lot to think about when something you pointed on there was what the 
client want, their customer wants versus what they yeah. push. So it's, it's never like, the same. It, oh, we're the cheapest in the market, but do they care about that? Or do they are they after quality versus you know cheap? So yeah, it's, yeah. it's something that I think, like you say, a lot of business owners just get so embroiled in. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that they just want to push what they want to push. Yeah, so that's that's a really good points. So do you do you have to? Is is that one of the things you'll start with when you when you're working with someone? It's a case of right, who, who are we speaking to versus what? Yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of fact. Yeah, we dig dig deep. <laughs> yeah, you have to have to really know the purpose of why, why am I doing this? Why have you asked me to do this? And you know, if if a client says, "Well, because everyone else is doing it," it's really not a good enough answer. And you should really reconsider yeah. your strategy, your content strategy. And that's another thing that a copywriter can help with. But it is it's just having an extra marketing asset, really, really, yeah. really valuable. Yeah. And that sort of moves me on to my next question really well. From a business point of view, what, how can copy sort of move the needle in terms of the bottom line, yeah. leads, more sales? How can copy help yeah. you? Yeah, so, well, to answer that, I think there's also the cost-effective side of it is that a copyright will take, take that task away from the business owner so they can concentrate on doing things that they're good at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, use your time wisely. I think there's a lot of, it's not a tangible cost, but it, it, yeah, it, that, that's quite a big bomb. We'll, we'll take that off you. But what skilled copywriter does do is we write persuasive messaging that influences an action. You can either start or stop doing something. It seeks a response from the customers and it can often change the way that a customer will think about product or a service. Tell you this example I saw, I was sat on a train and you know those thin banners that you see that face you when you sat on a train? Yeah. yeah. This one, it just had eight words on it. That's all it had. It said, to learn more about lung cancer, keep smoking. Wow. I don't even smoke, but I was like, oh my God, if I did, I'd be crumpling up the packets. It, yeah. it was just those eight words. I just thought, whoever wrote that is a genius. It's just brilliant. So that's a great example of persuasive copy yeah it's amazing i'm even thinking about that for headlines now for for stuff yeah oh and actually i'm going off at a bit of a tangent here apologize but another really useful tip is if you are going to write something they're called listicles that's the technical term when you say five things to start doing to do this if you write in the negative and say five things to stop doing and that gets more engagement. And I, th- I think it's because we're a bit of a lazy race. I think if you can stop doing something to gain, yeah. less more likely to, to click on it. Anyway, that's a little tip. You can have that. Yeah. But I, I tend to, to confuse matters, even though I'm a qualified copywriter, I refer to myself as a content writer. Okay. Because copywriting is very much an example I just gave about the to learn more about that, that's 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 you real key messaging short snappy pieces but I prefer as I can do that I do prefer the content writing which was the more long form so that's more your, your blogs and the, the ebooks the brochures yeah. the press releases magazine articles that side of it because that's what brings the human element to a brand as well that makes the true connections and it builds trust showcase knowledge yeah, and strengthens the credibility, and it turns the customers into loyal customers. I, th- I think just talking about the current pandemic that we've got, a lot of brands have absolutely nailed the way that they've communicated and kept in touch with 
their customers and, and, and some haven't. And I, I, mean, I definitely look at brands now and think, well, the way you treated customers was great or actually not so great. Yeah. Yeah. So what you don't want is your, your customers to shift to the next brand because they will if, if you don't keep on top of it and give them what they need. And, and also having a content writer stops the content from going stale. You can inject creativity, keep thinking of new things to come up with. And that, again, engages the customers and gives them something that they want. And also quite key is Google. Google measures online content. I mean, it, it will know if the grammar's not great. It will know if it doesn't flow well. Yeah. It'll know if your spellings are a bit dodgy. Yeah. And you just won't rank as highly as, as your competitors who have got that professional copywriter in who will make sure it's really, really well-crafted and error-free. And that, that's, that's quite significant, and I don't think a lot of people realise that. Well, no, and I think a lot of people don't realise that with ads as well. So with Google and with Facebook and Instagram, if you've got bad grammar or bad text, it's not... Yeah, really yeah, you'll get right. people, yeah. You, your ads won't be served as well as yeah. well-structured yeah. content. Yeah. So it is, I think a lot of people, especially if we're, if we're talking about ads as well, I think from my point of view, a lot of people completely overlook the, the content or the copy or the text, whatever you want to call it, that side of things, especially Facebook ads, because they, they assume, rightly or wrongly, that the image and the video and the creative is, is the biggest differentiator. But that is, that's the first thing that stops the scroll, essentially. Of course. It grabs them. But then what they, they do secondly is they start reading. Yeah. If that first bit of copy doesn't grab their attention to take them to the second bit, take them to take them to, to take them to the call to action, they're done. Mm. And then you've got the landing page copy, which is yeah. all, a whole another ball game. That's where selling yeah, yeah. actually starts for people. So, so from our point of view, the, the way that we kind of think about it is the, the image or the video that stops the scroll, mm. the content on the ads is basically selling them to click to the landing page. And then the landing page copy is selling them to either yeah. lead, but purchase, whatever. So I think it's, it's, it's an element of online marketing that's completely overlooked. Mm. And like you say, there's, there's a lot to getting it right versus just yeah. someone just going, oh, I'll throw this together and hope it's yeah. Yeah, that's a great point, actually, Darren, because when we were talking about misconceptions before, and another one in that case is that content is not equal. Mm. You know, it follows that sales funnel. So you have to grab the attention, then you have to build on it. So you can't have the same messages, really. It, it, you know, the, the sales funnel it has to be crafted, and, and each sort of part of that journey takes takes the customer into that ultimate sale at the end of it so yeah so you've got your landing pages and your ads yeah that are so much different from the organic facebook yeah social yeah the posts yeah yeah really good point yeah so another reason, another reason why they need a copywriter <laughs> yeah exactly a good one yeah. Yeah, yeah in terms of so you've obviously worked a lot of businesses you've done a lot of copy and you've helped a lot of businesses grow with yeah, yeah. with your service if a business came to you and you could only offer them three bits or three pieces of advice, what would they be? Okay. The first one, I think, is make sure it's a good fit. There's a lot of copywriters out there and we all serve different clients. And then that's okay because everyone has different needs. So don't just, don't just say, oh, I know a copywriter. 
I don't think it works that way. You've got to be, because you've got to work in collaboration with each other. You've got to work well, share the same sense of humor. You are going to be effectively a team. So yeah, get one that's a good fit. And also then there's technical copywriters, there's medical copywriters. I worked for two years with a skincare company. And that was such a learning curve for me because of all the legalities of what you can and can't say about yeah. claims for skincare. So that was a huge learning. Luckily, they, they weren't rushed for the content because otherwise they would have had to have gone to a specialist beauty copywriter. So, so yeah, make sure it's a good fit. Make sure you work well together and you'll really, really benefit from that. And then second is write a brief. If you haven't or you're not skilled in writing briefs, write one with the copywriter, but be prepared to be asked a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really not as simple as picking up the phone and asking for something to be done. You're just not, it's just not going to, the content's just not going to go anywhere. The, the copywriter needs to know who they're writing for for it to resonate resonate and be compelling to them so yeah you've got to nail that brief and again that's more cost effective because there'll be less revisions yeah as well yeah that's it so be prepared to be asked everything and I think one of the top questions I ask is how do you want your customers to feel when they read it that's, that's a really good question yeah, yeah yeah and that yeah makes them stop and think oh actually yeah but yeah, what what what's the purpose of this? Like like you, you spoke about earlier, if you're just doing it because you've seen someone else do it, it's not not a good enough reason. So yeah, tip there. It's not going to be a, you can spend a good good few hours on a get to know basis. Yeah, and and that leads nicely into the last one, and it's to develop the relationship. Yeah. Well, I like to think that I've got my clients back. You know, if I see something I think they should be doing, if I see something they should, they're doing, and I don't think it matches their brand or their tone, their, their usual language, I'll certainly say so. So, yeah, develop the relationship and it can be such such a valuable asset to your, to your organisation, to your growing business. That's brilliant. Now, some really good and different um, answers there. Cause it's, I think, so like you say, especially if you're going to be working with someone a lot, it's A, getting to them getting to know you, you getting to know the brand so mm-hmm. that the overall content comes out better. Um, mm-hmm. And especially the brief, that's one of the things that... Yeah. <laughs> You'd we, be amazed yeah. how many people think they don't need to give it. You need, you need to give something. Because we've obviously got a brief for the ads and it's amazing. And it's it's pre- a pretty detailed, but it's amazing how many times you go, oh, I've never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like you say, essentially all you want to do is get into the mind of their customer. So you can... Give, yeah, what's in like it for me? Say, yeah. yeah, so you can give them what they want. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of copywriters will say the same thing. The amount of times people say, can you just work your magic? You think, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> if I had the magic, like bottling it, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. No, I wish you did. <laughs> oh, no, if you like, it's good. Yeah. We'd all be able to do it then. Exactly. So for anyone wanting to get in contact with you and, and speak to you directly or check out your website, where's the best place to go? Website, email address? Yeah, they can dead easy to find. So my website is www.redwoodcopy.co.uk. Just think the tree. <laughs> easy to remember, Redwood Copy, Amanda Bate on LinkedIn. And yeah, yeah, cool. I'm what, easy to find. And Sorry, what was that? What I'll do for everyone listening and everyone watching is I'll put the... The links to Amanda's website and social in the in the 
show notes and in the description of the videos as well. Brilliant. So you can go hop over there and check out Amanda and all the brilliant copy. But no, really appreciate your time today and all the tips and advice you've given us. And yeah, and hope you've enjoyed being on the show. Yeah, it's been great. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. No, thanks a lot. And uh, again, thanks for your time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Growth Fanatics podcast brought to you by 408 Media. If you're running a paid ads campaign and would like to see if you could be doing better, why not get a free ads audit? Simply go to 408media.co.uk or simply click the link in the show notes.